Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the show. Sorry for the late start. Uh, that is pretty much all self-inflicted as I rolled out the intro, rolled out the uh, warning music, and didn't start the recording. So, yeah, it's good to be here. Good to be here down in Studio B. Uh, this is Back to the Window, by the way, Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I'm your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. Number co Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over on winners.com. Uh, and together we uh, do this every single day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, laying out our best picks, taking uh, taking picks from you guys, and uh, putting together a show where we uh, try to head uh, back to the window and cash those winning tickets. Scott, how'd your Tuesday go? Overall, went pretty well. Won my play of the day. Uh, had no run first inning, and the nerfy came through for me in that Padres game. Besides that, Overall, didn't really do much else, so pretty quiet night, but a profitable one. All right. How's yours? Uh, very good. No, not bad. Not bad. We had the first five under in the Baltimore-Seattle game. That was uh, had that one actually handicapped right, as both starting pitchers were very, very good. And we went 1-1-1 one, one, and one on the premiums, just couldn't get that extra run in the Detroit-San Francisco game. Had some opportunities, just uh, couldn't get it done, including Scope striking out with the bases loaded on one of the worst swings you're going to see, Scott. Did you happen to see that strike three swing Jonathan Scope took? Cannot say that I did, but what did you push on? That one. Seven. Oh, okay. We had seven in that, and that's it ended, uh, up, ended up four to three. So, hey, we got some uh, we got some good folks out there in the comment section. Got Rye Cape in the house, as always. We'll be seeing Rye, of course, in a couple days doing the NASCAR show. Good Philly guy. Always has good takes on the Philly sports teams. Big X in the house. J.C. Stone, what's cracker lacking? Nothing, man. Andrew Colvajed is in the house as well. Good afternoon to you, sir. Good to be here. And it's just going to be us today, Scott. No, no wife. Um, my wife, of course, asked me how she how she did. I said she did fine. You know, I, she ran out of costumes. It's fine. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't know she was going to be doing costume changes in addition. I appreciated it. it you know, was, the effort was there. A lot of that. effort. You and I. Yep. When you and I will put on a hat when we remember. So when we're in yep. the we're in the right spot. So. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was it was fun having her on. I know she she has so much knowledge about the Tour de France. I'm like, okay, tell me everything you know about the tour in 20 minutes, and she couldn't fucking do it. So, um, yeah, good times, good times. So, Scott, uh, how were your NASCAR picks? They were, uh, I don't think great. Chris Chris did okay. Chris got some points. Mine were fine. Were your Did you end up cashing? I haven't even looked at the. Sheet. Uh, I won my matchup. Uh, as for the top, you know, whatever. Five ten. I think I was out by like a hair. Yeah. I think all my drivers finished top fifteen okay. or like top seventeen. All right. But yeah, we've been yeah, really and, good at that, by the way. Yeah, I ended up having uh, Blaney over Truex for two units, and that was the main casher for me. It didn't look good for most of the race. No. But Truex fell apart in the final like forty laps, yep. and Blaney was solid. Yeah. So. Truex, I was thinking he was a big listener to the show because you were just roasting him about how he was done. He sucked and. For most of the most of the race, he was in the top five. But uh, and then it came back. It came out that it's like, oh no, he's coming back next year. And Rise, like, are you concerned? And he he uh, DM'd me on Twitter. So you concerned? I'm like, no, nah, he still sucks. I don't really care. Uh, and uh, yeah, he finished 21st, I think. So all right, very good. David the Italian says she is a saint. My wife is a saint. There's no question about that. As you can imagine, uh, being married to me, nonstop party, Scott, never a dull moment. Mm-hmm. Bronco said he uh, parlayed your nerfy with the Giants game. Uh, I guess I owe Rychelle a hat. You, uh, you wear hats? You, you're a baseball cap guy? That's a 
Uh, on occasion. I, I used to be a bigger hat guy as a kid. Yeah. And I really just kind of stopped wearing them at all. Yep. But I'm not going to turn down a hat from Bronco. I mean, oh, uh, that would be rude, wouldn't it? Be? That, it really would. Andrew, Andrew, I think she was well for the Nerfie. So, yeah, well done. So far, knock on wood, still undefeated on play that they nerfed. Nobody, nobody gives, nobody gives me anything for my fucking first four play where they scored no runs for the first seven innings. Jesus, it was actually really funny, by the way, because I was originally going to do a nerfy on that Orioles game. Yeah, and I wrote up the whole thing, and then I looked at Kramer's first inning numbers, and they were awful. Yeah, and I suddenly got scared. I thought Robbie Ray was going to pitch a gem last night because I was looking through the advanced numbers, and Ray's Ray was ridiculous. Yep, and I'm not surprised he pitched well. I pivoted to the Padres game. It turns out I worried for nothing because both of them were really sweat-free caches. Yep, yep, absolutely. So um, it is good to be here. We do want to remind you guys real quick, if you would uh, give us the quick like, hit that thumbs up button. We appreciate it. And, of course, get subscribed to the Winners and Winers YouTube channel and the Max Wagers Network YouTube channel as well, Max Wagers Network, where you can find all the great live content. Uh, Like Sean Miller at noon, Allie Burns at 1. We're going to be doing... Morning Wood tonight, Scott. As long as I get, I got a project I got to get done. But uh, no, uh, she canceled that. We're not doing. Oh, that is such good news because I'm going to yep. go. I'm going to a concert tonight. So she messaged us on Twitter saying uh, she couldn't make it. Oh, so. all right. Well, bummer because I didn't love the games anyway. There was a Cubs game in there, and there was a game without a pitcher, so it looked yeah. like there were going to be three games. So uh, I'm going to go see Bare Naked Ladies tonight. Nice. Then I'm going to go to a concert. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Can you bare- take the wife to Bare Naked Ladies, or is that frowned upon? She is uh, She is going with me. She's excited about going to Bare Naked Ladies, Gin Blossoms, and Toad the Wet Sprocket. Hello, 90s. We've missed you. We've missed you, 90s. So, Scott, you want to talk about the big news here? Shall we, shall we break the news? I'll let you do it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, guys, this is Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow will be Thursday, and t- the next day will be Friday. So far, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Here's something you don't. Here's something you don't know. Friday will be... The last edition of this here show, right here, is the last show of uh, Back to the Window, at least for the foreseeable future. Scott is going to stay around. He's going to be doing his daily stuff as usual, probably making guest appearances on other podcasts. But uh, I am uh, going to be working on another project that we're going to debut for football season. And I can say absolutely nothing about it right now, except it is unlike anything that has ever been done in the realm of sports betting. So that's, that's, that's literally isn't much information as I can, as I can give. It is a, it is a challenge, but if we can pull it off, it's going to be a very, very cool thing. I'm super excited about working on it. So stay tuned for more details um, on that. And as far as Chris and I show, we will be finishing up on the, uh, whatever the Friday is before the ninth. So I guess that would be the eighth because my, my birthday's the ninth. It's on this Saturday. So our last show on parlays will be the eighth. We're going to do two more NASCAR shows. Rye, sorry to break it to you this way, dude. <laughs> um, I forgot to fucking DM Rye on Twitter. Rye, we're going to do two more NASCAR shows. We're going to be doing, uh, I think you got the memo day after tomorrow. And, right. uh, we're going to be doing the Friday after that. So, um, I, I can't say enough about everybody that uh, everybody that watched the show and, and was fucking there every day. And I'm obviously going to miss doing this. I'm going to miss everybody. But, uh, you know, nothing's forever. We'll see how everything goes. But for now, that's the way it is. Scott, any thoughts? Uh, not really. You know, it was a decision made from upstairs. And, yeah, I'm just listening to it. So it was news to me. I found out uh, earlier today, and, you know, it is what it is. 
Okay. All right. Very good. So we appreciate you guys. We're going to be doing our best here, obviously, as we as we finish up and finish strong. So uh, thanks for it's the what, two, two years? Two years, man. Better than two well, years. Cause we started... Maybe two years of uh, actual name, like heading back to the window with the radio stuff. We've had a daily show for, for what, like four years? Uh, three, four? Three, three years. I think we started yeah. the, the year before so, COVID. So, yeah. So we've been yeah, doing... but the back to the window name has been probably a year plus. So yeah. good run. Yep, absolutely. Um, is your football going to show be both of you? Yeah, we should probably still be able to do a football show. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what kind of time consumption this project's going to be. Um, I just don't know. I, we, we would love to still do uh, football shows for the for college and the pros. I don't know how it's going to go, but that still would be fun. We got to. We got we got to break the tie, Scott, because we, you and I are tied one year apiece on on the college. So we've got yep. we've got to play a rubber season for sure. Uh, James has been here since day one. Jr. Blacks is uh, one shot to the uh, oh man. Once again, I'm I'm still doing the free picks every night, and so I will be as well. I, I will I will also be doing my free picks. So we'll still be here. We just won't be together. We just won't be doing the live thing, which frankly was the was the most fun thing of what I do. So, but I, I get it. I understand it, and it's 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 really it's really my fault because it's there. I'm we're just it's a completely different direction. It's something that I wanted to do for a while, and they're going to make it happen, and they've got a great budget behind it. So we're going to take a shot and see what happens. So anyway, um, and we're, the the Max Wagers Network will still have a lot of great content over there. I'm sure uh, Chris will be doing his show over on Max Wagers Network, um, and I'm sure Scott will probably be making appearances on the shows over there as well. So uh, where can I where can I locate Scott Jr.? Uh, JC Stone at the, at the uh, Winners and Winders YouTube channel. He's doing daily videos. He's always on Twitter. And like I said, I'm sure he's going to be making guest appearances on videos over there on the uh, Max Wagers Network. So, yeah. I was going to say, also just follow me on Twitter. I'm still doing podcast stuff right. every day. Right. So. If you ever, because Scott talks about stuff that he does for, for other places. And obviously, we're not going to plug one place on another place. But just find it, me on Twitter yep. and I, I retweet everything. Correct. If you want that, if you want that information, you can find Scott on Twitter and find him. You can get you can get your fill of Reichel, uh, dare I say. Uh, maybe you can have time for the deep three again. Again, Bronco, I don't know, buddy. We'll see. We'll just we'll have to see how everything goes and how everything plays out. So with that being said, Scott, um we should probably get to it, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's find out. Um what happened yesterday? Uh, everything, everything we do now is going to be like, well, for the third to the last time ever. No, I'm, I'm trying not to. Do All that. I know is that when the show does end on Friday, we're definitely up on the farm. So that's all that matters. Right? Absolutely. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. We are. Uh, the last time I checked, we were about fifty-seven and change, fifty-seven point eight. Good enough for me. Somewhere in there. So if you guys have done nothing except bet the farm, you got a, a good solid ROI around eight nine percent. And a winning percentage of around fifty-eight percent. So, I'm I'm happy with that. I'm I'm happy with that. You and I have both been positive on all of our uh, on all of our college football stuff. You know, we've I'm I'm proud of the work that we've done. Plus, you know what? We've had a lot of fun, man. It's it's been a, it's been a blast, dude. And I'm you know you know I'll tell you on a personal level, but I'll say it in, in front of public. I've, you've been a lot of fun to work with. You're you're a fantastic young handicapper, and I'm glad that you're starting to get some of the recognition you deserve. You uh, you have a fucking uh, brain for the memory for numbers and, and, and things like that, that some of us could just uh, dream about having. So, uh, I wish you obviously nothing but the best going forward. Of course, you and I, you know, we're friends. We'll still talk, but, 
I, I just wanted to make it official here in front of God and, and uh, over uh, 20 viewers. <laughs> yep, appreciate it. No problem, man. By the way, JC, I do have a podcast just with another network. Yep. So just follow, follow me on Twitter and you can get all the links to that. There you go. All right, very good. So there was uh, some action yesterday. Let's find out uh, who benefited and uh, who didn't quite get it home. The winners, the whiners, people that took it in the shorts and the people that took it to the bank. You guys, uh, you know who you are. And now we're going to let everybody know. Let's find out who it is on the Hump Day edition of Call the Cops. No head bobs today, buddy? No, uh, I, was, I was just letting it play out. It's just like when you listen to Pink Floyd with your with your cans on. You just, oh, yeah, that's mm. good. Breathe. Breathe in the air. Red Sox, money line against the Blue Jays. They led 5-4, entering the ninth. How about that Red Sox bullpen, huh? Uh, Toronto, delighting the home fans up there in Canada. They scored two runs in the ninth. Walk it off. Boston loses 6-5. And if you had the Yankees minus one and a half against the Athletics, you led two to nothing after eight innings. Clay Holmes, arguably the best closer in baseball this season. Maybe Josh Hader, but probably top two. Uh, catcher interference with two outs to get a guy on base. And then single, single RBI, Yankees won two to one. Jesus. The catcher's interference rears its ugly head again. All right, and finally, if you had the Angels' first five on the money line going up against the Pale Hose, they led three zip after four innings. What could possibly go wrong? Well, the White Sox could go wrong, and so could the Angels pitching as the White Sox hung a five spot, a crooked number indeed, as uh, Los Angeles ends up trailing five to three after the five innings. oof not good. Yeah, honorable mention for the Padres who blew a 6 nothing lead after six innings yesterday. Yeah, fine job there, Padres. Well done. So. Uh, only only surprise there, Scott, I wasn't on them. So. Yeah. And uh, there was some good news. These, this is a place where you want to be. You want to have these picks. Nice, easy victories. You get to spend your Tuesday night just a sitting and a snoring as you're crashed out in the rocking chair. So the first one, if you had the Astros on the money line against the Mets, they led four to nothing after one inning, and they won nine to one. Doesn't get much easier than that, my friend. And finally, uh, or not finally, but finally for me, if you, you had the Rangers against the Royals, I don't know if I've mentioned this, Scott. The Royals are not a very good baseball team. I did read that somewhere. Yeah, they're just they're just not good. Rangers, uh, they started off strong, and there was no comebacks by the Royals. They led seven to one after four. They went 8-3 to three as they put it on cruise, cruise control for the last five innings. It didn't fucking matter. It's the Royals. Rangers money line, it's a rocking chair. And the last one in the WNBA, if you had the Mystics minus 7.5 against the Dream, led by 20 at halftime, uh, led by 20 at halftime and won by 18. As Van Morrison says, Scott, I'm into the Mystics. So uh, They're a pretty good team. Yeah. Dream, not so much. Yeah, not so much indeed. The Dream, once again, is a nightmare. So let's talk about this guy. He's an ex-Royals farm hand. Never did much with him, and now he's had a uh, a serviceable major league career. But uh, he did something yesterday that probably, or not yesterday on Sunday that uh, you just you don't see very often, and it's earned him a rare title. Scott, he's strapping on the golden feed bag. Let's find out who it is that's wearing it today on Donkey of the Day. <laughs> The 
This might not be the worst one of the year, but it's got to be on a short list. Right? It, it really does. It really does. Um, my, by the way, my wife, if you did see my wife yesterday, she, uh, she, can, she shares the concern of many for the fate of that donkey. Yep. The don- <laughs> un- good, luckily for the donkey, though, after Friday, it's finally free to go. I got that off of a tape called Tijuana's Finest. I don't even know what that means. So I believe Tijuana's in uh, Mexico. I it think. is. Um, I'm just saying I'm going to give you a tip right now. When it comes to the donkey show, don't go to the matinee. That's that's yeah. the, that's the only tip I'm giving. So Archie Bradley, Scott, apparently was pretty anxious to get involved in that fucking fracas on Sunday. First of all, just so people know, Archie Bradley on the Angels now. I'm yes. sure some people did not know that. No, no. He uh, does. He, he still have the gigantic beard? Uh, yes, he does. So like the beard just gets bigger yeah. every year. It's like a Brian Wilson type of Giants beard. It's a, it's a big one. Right. Very good. Uh, speaking of bare naked ladies, uh, lie in bed like Brian Wilson did. Um, so he was so anxious to get in the brawl that he couldn't just walk over the dugout steps. Scott, he had to crawl over the rail. And uh, he's not, let's just say he's not exactly uh, a parkour expert. If you're a parkour. I thought you were going to say athletic, but that's another way to put par- it. Is it parkour? Parkour. Yeah, parkour. Parkour. Not a parkour expert. Because he uh, had a little mishap coming over the rail and fell on his elbow, broke the elbow, very possibly out the rest of the season, at least uh, multiple months. Yeah. And if what people want clarification, that was the Sunday brawl with the whole Winker situation. Yeah. The reason why we're using it for today is because he got an x-ray on it and it was officially confirmed that he might be out for the rest of the year. So he got injured trying to climb over a fight. You know, it's cool if you say you got injured, you know. Got injured in a fight, yeah. He took a punch, you know, something happened, you got tackled. The railing, though, that kind of defeats the tough guy image, does it not? Uh, I want to see that video. I want to see him going ass over a tea kettle and and landing on his elbow. Do you think he got – I want to see if he got up. Yeah. Did he, like, try to fight with one arm? Was he just like on the floor, man down? We got the he got the wing down, screaming for yeah, me- medic. Medic, medic. Yeah. Okay, now Scott, could you argue that I'm more athletic than Archie Bradley? Because I have told you the story where I went to a preseason Chiefs game, front row in the end zone, fell out, landed on my back, did three quarters of a flip, holding my beer, got up, scrambled back on, no injury. So, can you argue that I'm more athletic than Archie Bradley? I think the Angels should call you because they got an opening in about their eighth inning spot. <laughs> All right. Very good. Sorry, Archie. Uh, it's hard to believe he's not a member of the Royals with shit like that. It really is. So, odds makers, we know you don't pay a lot of attention to the WA sometimes, and we get it. Not a lot of people watching. It. It's kind of an under-the-radar sport, but sometimes you just don't even try. You got to do a better job. Odds makers, let's find out what the fuck you were doing yesterday because it, apparently you were drunk. Scott, I know you're a big fan of the WNBA. You follow it for the uh, the betting opportunities. I don't know that you... We've, we've argued before about the quality of the play, so we're going to leave that on the table. But I know you follow it. For, there's a lot of good betting opportunities, a lot of good angles. Tell us about this Lynx game yesterday, would you? So the Lynx were at home taking on the Wings, and the Lynx were only three-and-a-half-point favorites. At home, they recently got Fowles back, who was their best player. And they were a bit undervalued because they led by 22 points after one quarter. And they won by 28. So they were minus three and a half. And they outscored them 33 to 11 after one. 
And yeah, I would say that the Wings did not exactly give it much of a fight after that. It, it was over. So they even covered the spread in the last three innings or the last three quarters. They they win they they covered the three and a half. So even if you throw out if you throw out the twenty two point lead, which yeah. of course you don't, but if you were to do that, they still covered the number. Odds makers, I got to question the uh, I got to question that number. Did you jump on this? Did you know that was an inefficient line before the game? No. Okay. I, I did WNBA podcast the day before, not for this one. So, okay. No. Okay. So you only look at it on the days you're doing the podcast. I I dabble every now and then, but with that game, the Lynx have been awful all season long, but they have been playing a little bit better lately. It was more just a stay away spot for me personally. All right. Good enough. Good enough. All right. Let's uh, check in on the con- com- comment section here. See what's going on. Uh, Ryan Cave said Bradley was a bum in Philly. Yeah, uh, damn Royal scored another one. Bill, no, no, we got we got to play on the uh, uh, plus one fifty five there on the Rangers. So uh, bet the. I was ball. I was tempted by that game, but I stayed away because Granky's actually been ridiculous at home. Yeah. For some reason, unfortunately, I'm still sweating out my play of the day because the Astros cannot get a hit with runners in scoring position, and they've been threatening for the last couple of innings, and they just can't get one across. So I got Astros money line. It's nil nil in the bottom of the eighth. Outstanding. Bronco wants to know, did the beer survive? Yes, it did. I've told that before. I somehow was able to keep the beer upright as I tumbled out of the front row. My buddies pulled me back up as I scrambled over, and the guy came over and said, don't do that again. <laughs> so it obviously was a different time. I want to say this was in uh, uh, it was the strike year. I think it was 87. We, we had, here's how bad the Chiefs were. We had, a radio station gave away 102 season tickets. You had to go, you had to go audition for them. And, uh, and we, me and a couple of my buddies came up with a little chiefs rap song that we did. And, uh, uh we was went. it like bears shuffle? No, it was, uh, that was not the inspiration for the music. No, no, it was, uh, no, it was, it was we were, uh, we were, I remember that we were not the fat boys or run DMC and I can't remember the rest of it, but I do remember okay, counts. You got something. We used like a bath toy, like a dog toy for the record, okay. for the squeaking part, for the scratching part. And they and they loved that. I was like, ee, ee, ee. nice. And uh, so yeah, it was high quality stuff. Anyway, like it. so that's what we ended up hit with free season tickets. And this was preseason when that happened, and it was a different time. Uh, number one, if I did it today, somebody'd have it on a fucking uh, cell phone video, and I would love to see it. I want to know how I kept the beer upright because I still don't understand the physics of it. So, uh, bank called in the mortgage on the farm. That's the thing, though. We've been we've been making no. payments and then some. Yeah. So the farm's been good. Yeah, farm has been. We're, we don't have to. Farm aid's not calling us. We're okay. We're okay. John John Mellencamp, Willie Nelson, they don't care about us. We're doing okay. Um, yeah. Bronco says, I guess his viewers weren't buying enough Maybelline products. That's right. That's I was thinking about that before the show, Scott. That's what we should have done. Like all these radio shows that you see, and they're on. They're like, man. We're almost out of money. If you don't pledge today, I don't know how we're going to stay on there. That's what we should have done. We should have hit everybody up for like just $5. You know, why sponsor a kid somewhere you're never going to see when you could be sponsoring Scott and Scott? You can symb- you could symbolically adopt a tiger or you could, you know, support the show. <laughs> That's you know? right. One of the two. For just $5 like a month. Of an angel playing in the background, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do. Of course. And that commercial, that's the longest fucking commercial, like two minutes. It's... Was that song ever popular when it wasn't being used yeah. for dying animals? Yeah, it was probably top 40. 
Really? That whole, I only know the song for Dying Animals. Oh, dude, that whole Sarah McLaughlin, Joan Osborne, yeah. that, that whole fucking 90s women being really sad shit there was, sold it, it was, a ton. The 80s was very, like, up-tempo fun, and the 90s yeah. went pulled depressing. I don't really know what happened. Girls there, just want to have fun, and then it, went the, then it was just girls just don't want dogs to die. Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a very different, it was a very different decade. Um... I will miss Rachel telling a joke. So few and far between, but always clever. He's he's a quality, not quantity guy. This yeah, that's kind of my role here. I let you handle the qual the quantity. That's I right. Try to take over the quality. I just I just throw there's there's just a shit covered wall, and every once in a while there'll be a little sparkle there. But Rachel just uh, mm, I'm just, just throwing darts. Little, at the yeah, board, that's you know? it. He's just he's just throwing bulls, man. That's all he's doing. Um. He's and Rachel is actually very funny when when you like talk to him in text and shit. He's he's hilarious. So, okay, what else we want to talk about? You got any Wimbledon plays? Bill wants to know. Oh, the day's basically over. So no, not anymore. Uh, my days went pretty well. I hit a couple of dogs. Unfortunately, I did parlay one of them with. I had a one parlay that was like fifty bucks to win like I don't know three grand. Okay, and it's it finished one pick short. Oof, which is unfortunate, but. I had Vesely beating Fokina and both players to win a set at like plus 280, I think. And right. that ended up cashing. I had uh, both players to win a set in the Basilashvili Hallis match. That cashed. And I'm currently sweating out Andy Murray, who's down two sets to one. Yeah. So, coincidentally, the biggest play I had was on Murray today. So, we're going to see what happens. Uh, he won a breaker, so... You know, we'll see if Isner falls apart. All right. Good luck. Um, people want to know if my project will be on Max Wagers Network. No, it will be on Winners and Winers. Most of my stuff that I'll be doing going forward is going to be for Max Wagers Network, for uh, Winners and Winers. So, I have to change the logo. <laughs> um, Scott Nowak in the house. What's up, Scotty? Good to see you. How do they get those dogs to cry on cue? <laughs> I, just I just immediately think of uh, Sam Kennison. With the starving kids. You're five Africa. feet don't, away. Don't feed them yet. <laughs> Get back down they in the hole. They gotta look hungry. Get back down yeah, in the hole. <laughs> Why don't you feed him, Bob? You're five feet away. I got, I got an idea. How about we stop sending them food? We start sending them U-Hauls. That is my all-time favorite bit of any comic. It's so good. Pack your shit. We'll make one trip. You see what this is? It's sand. You know it's going to be 100 years from now? It's still going to be sand. It's going to be fucking sand. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, you toured with him, didn't I, you? I did a week. I did a week with him at the. That counts. <laughs> I didn't say how long the tour was. I just said you toured with him. I, I I did a month with him one week. Okay, um, there you go. So I think we slept twice. You He's... met seven seven of his wives. <laughs> Dude, you know some guys. You see them on stage, and they they all see them off stage, and they're completely different. Uh, Kinnison was not like that. He was. He didn't. He wasn't a screamer, but he was. Let's just say he was high energy. Sam, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Sam was a lot. Uh, yeah, it certainly was. And I'm just saying there might have been a bump or two done that week. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. 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 Um, you go where the food is. <laughs> We've got, and see, I was every time I thought about that, we have deserts in America, we just don't live in them. Well, apparently you've never been to Vegas. Mm -hmm. So we do fucking try to live in them. And the and the San Fernando Valley, uh, by the way. So all the good shows get canceled this summer sweat. You know, it happens. 
Once again, we could be back, you know. It could be like Family Guy. It's canceled twice, and next thing you know, it's on hiatus. Back for Thursday? We could be back. We could be coming back on Hulu. You don't know. Who knows? Hulu could pick us up. Um, Okay, so let's talk about tonight, Scott. There's a lot of games going on right now. Uh, Somebody mentioned the uh, uh, Rangers uh, do have a run, but the the Royals, of course, scored again, making it two to one. Uh, we'll see about our live play there, Bill. I don't know. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not too depressed. Scott, here's something interesting. When Chris and I were doing the show, the Yankees were down. Uh, were they down three to two? They're down three to they're two. The, what do you think? They're you, down three nothing to start the game. Right. Okay. So when they were down three to two, what were the odds on the Yankees to win? When they were down three to two. Yep. Taking that. I'm gonna guess minus one seventy. How about minus two twenty five? Okay. Uh, I believe the betting markets have caught up with the fact that the Yankees will fucking come back. Yeah, people have jumped on the idea that when the Yankees are down three runs, you should automatically bet them because they just come back and win pretty much every time. Got them right. Uh, yeah, this team is special. They're a pain in the ass to watch for a couple of innings. And then for two, three innings every game, it's just magic. Yep. They just find a way to get five straight guys on base, and they'll hit the timely home run. I've mentioned it for a couple of months. This Yankees team, I try to be realistic with my fandom, which usually re- – re- which usually involves me being pessimistic. This team's nuts. Yeah. I, I, I've, I really just can't go against them. They're really just an insane baseball team. And you're saying the money line was minus one twenty when it was when it was three nothing. Somebody said they took it. Yeah. They took plus plus one or plus one and a half when it was three nothing at like minus one twenty five or some shit. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, JC says when uh, in back to school, Kennison is the history professor. Say it, say it. While I was slogging through the door with Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun dude. Uh, grabbed there. Andrew said I grabbed the minus one and a half at minus one sixty instead. I think that's going to be a good play. Uh, Ty Clinton and house. What up, Ty? Good to see you. Uh, what else you like tonight, Scott? You got anything? Uh, Pirates and Nationals scoring some runs. I don't know where the hell the. I know everybody was on the over yesterday. Fade and Corbin. Corbin looked like a not just a competent major leaguer, but a good one, huh? Uh, yeah. You look at the first couple of innings in that game. Well, a lot of guys got on base. Just not a lot of them crossed home plate. Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of uh, opportunities with runners in scoring position, and pretty much none of them worked out throughout the entire game. As for the actual card later, I am looking at the... I mean, Pavetta's been good, but I got to like Toronto. Boston doesn't have a closer. We All saw right. it yesterday. Their closer was not vaccinated, so he couldn't travel to Toronto. And they used Hansa Robles. What can possibly go wrong? And Everything. he blew the game. So... I mean, Boston has no closer. Pavetta has been good this season. Manoa's been better. But Toronto at home is 23-14. and 14. I understand the Red Sox have been solid. And they're, I mean, you might be tempted at plus money. But I just think that they're in a pretty tough spot with no closer and the inferior starting pitcher. I don't hate, I don't hate the under. I really don't hate the first five under there. I think You can argue maybe Boston plus one and a half because Toronto's the home team. But... I'm a big Manoa guy. Yeah. I really just can't go against them. And once again, Houck's actually been a decent closer for them. Mm-hmm. If they have to use Robles in the ninth inning again, have fun. So I'll go with Toronto. I can't listen to those guys that put with K this year. I don't know. What does that mean? You know what that means? K is in the pitcher for Toronto. As in the when... Maybe when Toronto uses bullpen guys, they group K in with a couple other relievers. John K of Steppenwolf? Are they surrounding him with a bad band? Is that Anthony K? Somebody the one can... who wears the, the glasses or like goggles and he's terrible at pitching. Okay. 
don't know. Or is he, he might mean Michael K. He might mean uh, like uh, Beltron and and uh, Cameron Maiden in the booth for Yes. I think oh, he's talking about okay. Yes. I think that's what he's talking about. Okay. All right. Very yeah. good. Uh, they're not great. I think Maven's okay. He's got a Southern thing to him where he seems extremely polite all the time. Beltran, I think, is smart, but you can tell English is a second language, right. so he doesn't feel truly comfortable in there. But I can understand your point there, Bronco. Uh, he says Bronco's got the Phillies going. Uh, Kyle Wright for the Braves allowed ten and ten runs and ten and eleven hits. Suarez pitching. <sighs> yeah, we figured Scott was able to figure it out. Bronco, I was I was thinking Steppenwolf, so I was a little off. But Scott had it nailed, so yeah, very yep. good. Um, you like it? What do you like at the Phillies Brave game? Oh boy, you're gonna you're gonna buy it on Ranger Suarez. Well, he killed me last time. I know, I know. We roasted him. I think I am going to lean to Philly at plus money. Kyle Wright's been an interesting pitcher where mm. for the first month or so, he was Nails. arguably the best pitcher in the league. He yep. was just that good. Yep. But the last two outings, he's given up a combined 21 hits in 11 and one third innings pitched. Yeah. So Bronco, that's was, not great. That's what Bronco was talking about. You know, who, you know, so, he, you know who he looked like, Scott, you know, who he looked like in those last two games. Looked like Kyle Wright. That's who he looked oh, like. Oh, okay. I, either way, I thought you were going to say Corbin. No. But I'm going to go with the Phillies there, maybe a team total over. But when you've given up 21 hits, nine runs, nine earned runs, in 11 and third innings pitched, yeah, I'm not going to back you. So I'll assume that the Phillies can get something going against them. Yeah, you are, uh, you're getting you're getting shellied there for sure. I, you know, you're getting plus money on the home team. Fuck, how do you pass that up? So. Yep. Um, you're going to fade the fever tonight, right, Shell? If they suck. So, yeah. They just played against the Mercury. You can argue the immediate rematch angle of leaning to Indiana. But the Mercury got rid of Tina Charles. They're playing smaller, and they've actually been really good. So, I'm actually going to go back to the Mercury. I think that they're a solid team. When you beat another team, the same team by double digits, and you only shoot 37% from the floor, I'm assuming you're going to be in a good spot to cover it again. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, Bronco, oh, born to be wild. Yeah, I uh, I got my motor running, buddy. I'm ready to head out on the highway. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Anything else that uh, has your attention for this evening, sir? Uh, not really. I didn't. I wasn't thrilled by anything on the card per se. Maybe the White Sox. Uh, if you think that the offense keeps it rolling again, I mean, Trout and Otani are very good. They both homer yesterday, and they still lose by seven runs. So. Yeah, kind of the story of their careers. But Alcantara a short price tonight against the Cardinals. Any interest there? They never score for him, though. I mean, that's that's the problem. I mean, maybe first five, if you think they can get something across. I don't mind the under in that game. He's got a sub-two sub ERA, a sub-one whip, and they're nine and six in his starts. Yikes. Well, I was going to say, Otani, of course, has been great this season. We're going to talk about that game a little bit later. But no, do you really want to lay minus 190 with an Angels team that you just don't really trust on a regular basis? And Kopech's been pretty good. Do you want to lay 190 with Otani? Who asked about that one? Somebody asked about that one? No, you were asking me what I like later on in the in Oh, the okay. Day. I was I, I brought up Miami. So I'm State. saying later on in the day, I'm thinking of maybe the White Sox at a decent plus price because okay. even though I love Otani as a pitcher, I have to at least acknowledge that the Angels are still not a very good team. Mm-hmm. And Kopech's been pretty good in his own right. Yep. Yep. Otani's been outstanding though. One earned. He's run been good, but the last... thing is, even if the Angels are up one nothing and Otani goes six. Do you really think you're set? Probably not. That bullpen is such an adventure. It's not just a job; it's an adventure. Was that the Was that the Navy? 
Oh, it was what the Navy. That was their slogan for a while. It's not just a job. Unless I, oh. it was Army or Navy, one of the two. Okay. Can we we can we, we at least get longer Rachel plays of the day? Now I there's. Mean, a, I don't know why the length matters as long as the play wins, right? It's all about the girth. <laughs> that's that's how I look at it. There you go. So Bronco, I believe he's politely telling you, "Fuck no, no, he's not doing any. He's not I can go longer, but I mean the play's not going to change, so I don't really know if it changes anything." <laughs> Is it true you're going to start doing Capper of the Day on your channel? Oh uh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that for you. Okay, man. You're still doing daily shows, so you know you can still do it. I know, I know. I'm like, I don't want to step on your toes. And by the way, Houston finally delivered. They hit a two-run homer in the ninth. All right, big, never, never a doubt. Finally. So was it actually Jason? If it was actually Jason Castro, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. If it was actually Castro, who just went yard. We it was Jason Castro. We the guy I've been roasting the entire day. Yep. Actually, just hit a two-run homer. There okay. you go. Never. I'm sorry I ever doubted you, Dusty Baker. You see, they're apparently listening to the show during the game, Scott. That's impressive. Apparently they are, which is really dangerous. But that's you know, ca that can't be against. Let's go, Houston. Get it done. That's got to be against the rules. Uh, thanks. We count money. It was the Navy. Never doubt my first. Never doubt my first instinct. J.C. Stone says eight and nine seats getting beat in women's Wimbledon first round. Easy money on the under twenty four. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get to it, shall we? We've. Uh, we're gonna finish. We're gonna we're gonna run through the tape here, Scott. We've struggled a little bit the last few days. We had a nice little eight game run. Now we've dropped three straight. It's time. It's time, man. We're uh we're we got it. We got to finish strong. And like I said, run through the tape here. Let's get ready. You know it. You love it. It is time once again. Put on your overalls. Grab that straw hat. Put it on your head. Climb aboard your John Deere. Get your keys out with the Lucky Rabbit's Foot keychain. Put them in the ignition. Fire that bad boy up. Cause it is time to bet. The farm. All right. There you go. Afternoon, ma'am. Ma Good to see you at the general store. So, <laughs> I still laugh with us wearing, uh, with us wearing these hats, Scott. I really, and I, I love. I love how you pull your string up. You've got, I do. You've got to get it nice and tight, you know. I didn't know, never notice that you had to, you were high and tight there with your fucking bolo pulley. Yep. <laughs> Outstanding. All right. So I'm trying to be a professional, you know, I can't have the hat fall off mid segment. That's know? true. So Scott, we had a uh, we had a farm play yesterday. It wasn't the best. How'd it go? Uh, we picked up a loss because Corbin and. Quintana were really good when people were on base and they didn't score enough runs. Unbelievable. All right. So we've got one uh, cooked up for today. What have we got, Scott? So for this one, we're going to go back to that Angels White Sox game. And I mentioned how Otani's good and how Kopech's good. And we're going to back the two of them. We're going to take the no run first inning. We're back on the Nerfies at around a, minus 120. Nerfie, I can't quit you. Can't quit you, but we've been good with them. Uh, the White Sox have actually been terrible in the first inning offensively. They're averaging just 0.4 runs per first inning, which ranks 24th in the league. The Angels are averaging 0.62 runs per first inning at home, which is 14th, which is mediocre. But Kopech so far this season has been very good in the first inning. 12 and two-thirds innings pitch because he got injured that one time. 2.84 ERA. And Otani's last two starts, he's basically been unhittable. 14 innings pitched, zero runs allowed. We're going to expect a pretty low-scoring start to the game, at least. Give us a 0-0 after one at minus 120. 
There you go. Back on the Nerfy Express. Nice price there at minus 122. Very good hurlers going at it. So that's going to be the farm, and that's going to be the show. Wednesday is in the can. Thanks for joining us, guys. We appreciate it as always. Tell your friends. A couple more to go. We're going to have a blast. We're trying to, Like I said, we're going to try to finish strong, give out some great picks. All right, so come back and see us. Same time tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Scott and I will once again do our best to help you guys head back to the window. Take care, everybody. Thank you.